Very good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. Teddy Sliman with you here alongside my friend and colleague, Ralph Boxcar Bazaro. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Ted. How you doing? Ooh, a little nice and hot there. Wow. Uh-huh. I'm good so far. No rain today, I don't think, not, uh, to speak of, right? Oh, had a lot on the other end of town, yes. It's amazing how spotty it is. I guess that's summertime's here. Yeah. You know, the spotty rains and... Some places get it, some don't. So let's thank our sponsor before we start talking a little bit of golf. Let's start out with the Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette, and that'd be Mr. Lee Tadford. Thank you so much for sponsoring Chip Shots and all the high school sports uh, that you do for us here at Kane Radio. And our other title sponsor, GolfBalls.com, Arnold Boulevard right there in Lafayette. Go check them out. Got all the equipment you possibly could want, demonstrator clubs, and you can hit right in there in their simulator and uh, get a feel for the, what's new in the golf equipment. Plus, they've got a lot of soft goods as well to, to pick from. Anything you want in golf, golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Of course, our local golf clubs, Cane Row, Eagle Ridge, Sugar Oaks, and Bellevue. But before we get into that, want to play a little tribute to uh to a friend of mine i lost this week box score is uh frank ellis and a lot of people in radio know him he he was a, a classmate of mine along with uh uh you know beside a colleague and friend he uh he played uh baseball for the louisiana tech and uh, after he graduated there so he was a big baseball for fan but uh after he graduated from uh La Tech he became a probation and parole officer right here in our community and then uh worked there for 20 years and and retired from it and came to work for us here at Kane Radio on two different occasions he he uh he he was a law enforcement guy so he he came to work and then went to be uh the warden for Sheriff Ackle, and then uh, when Sheriff Ackle left, he, he came back to work for us, and then left again to be a warden at the uh, at the uh, uh, work release program right there, and uh, uh, at the jail. And uh, like I said, he was a great baseball fan, along with Tony and Jeff. They had many uh, discussions about baseball and stuff. But uh, the story I have relates to golf. He was a member. When he was working for parole, probation and parole, he was a member at its Spanish Trail, which had just turned over ownerships from the old tribe parish, which uh, Curly Romero had owned. And there was four guys that owned it. But uh, when they took over, they hired a superintendent. And uh, like I said, Frank was a member there and used to go out after work and play nine holes or so. And uh, they they had a bunch of strict rules that they they were trying to enforce to change the uh, atmosphere of the golf course. And so one of their rules was no practicing on the golf course. And uh, one day Frank was playing number nine. He was in the fairway, and the superintendent was playing number 10. He was on 10-T, and if you've ever played there, which I know you've had. Yeah, that's right. By each other. You can see number 10-T. You can see number nine fairway. And so Frank's in the fairway. He hits a shot and uh, drops another ball and hits it and drops another ball and hits it. Well, the, the, the superintendent's furious. He gets in his golf cart, drives clean across to, to, to uh, confront Frank, and he says to Frank, he says, you know the rule, there's no practicing on the golf course. And Frank looked at him with a uh, dry pan wet he had, and he said, I'm not practicing, I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that story, as, and I've told it a, a whole bunch of times, but God rest his soul, Frank, a good friend of mine, I'm, I'm three days older than him, and we used to go have lunch, 
And uh, he'd tell everybody that I was three days older than him, even though he looked much, much older than me. And also, uh, rest in peace, uh, Kay Kleinpeter, Lee, Lee Kleinpeter's sister, passed away this past weekend. So kind of a, a, a tough weekend on us here at Kane Radio. Yeah. Anyway, let's start talking a little golf because uh, life goes on, right? Yeah, uh, yep, absolutely, man. That's a couple of, you know, the old saying on what you can't control and, and death taxes and <laughs> the weather for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, our condolences to those families and, and uh, may they rest in peace and be in a better place. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so at a Chafalaya, they have a new young pro there. Their next event coming up is May 30th, and that's a flag tournament. You've talked a lot about flag tournaments in the past. We used to have flag tournaments at Iberia when Iberia was open. And uh, it's a fun event, especially around Memorial Day, right? So uh, the course <coughs> over there is not going to be closed for, uh, for the tournament, but uh, you can participate and play in your own game. I actually have no tournament. idea what you're talking about, a flag tournament. You used to mention it, how no, you enjoyed I playing s- in it. S- well, <laughs> With your handicap, you play in the individual thing, and then you, your flag, if you go past your handicap, you keep playing the holes till you advance the flag as far as you can. You know, So uh, if, you, if you're three over, your, your, uh, if you shoot a score, which is you know, three under your handicap, well, you get to hit three more strokes. So it's, it's the never, farthest advance. Never played in that. I played in the string tournament before where you got, you know. But like, never played in a flag at Iberia? Mm, mm. Mm. The, only, the only thing close to that, not even, it's not close to that, but I've played holes or tournaments where they had one hole with like three flags on it. And you no, got, no, no, no. Yeah, and then this I, was like a little American flag, and you'd play. Yeah, and like I said, if you if you shot real well and you were plus five or six strokes, you just keep playing until your your flag went to uh, your fifth stroke o- over the you know and be on hole number two. And maybe that's where you planted three. your flag. That's where you planted your flag with your yeah, little name on it. Sounds like somebody could could cheat with that. Well, you sure you can cheat at anything. <laughs> well, I I know I know I know, but you know you get. Four cheaters together, you know, and, and their flags will be in uh, a, a, a tri-parish. You know? Yeah, be on the next golf course. Well, yeah. Be, They'll try be, to collect at both places. Be at La Tour, you know. All uh, right, Atchafalaya's moved their uh, pass holder championship uh, for to the 25th and 26th of June, and that's for players 17 years or older, and it's a, a membership is that well, who's, uh, who's the new pro? Who's the young? I don't know. I um, keep saying I'm going to get that, get and I don't name. know who to get it from. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, Google it. I'm there you go. Give Google you something it. to do while yeah. I announce this. Yeah. And so the time is 9 o'clock, tea times, and uh, it's $40 per player. There's a f- senior flight and a super senior flight as well, and gross and net prizes in each flight. And finally, at Chafalaya, they have their Twilight Scramble on Thursdays. Two-person teams, 5.30 shotgun start, $20. I'm sorry, $40 non-members, $30 for pass holders. And it includes your cart, green fee range, prize money, and food as well. Down at Eagle Ridge, 55 golfers are entered into their hole-in-one pool. So if you make a hole-in-one like Ned Shampo did a couple of months ago, you're going to win the whole shooting shebang. He made a hole-in-one on number seven. Eagle Ridge had the last Acadiana Pro-Am as well. 117 players teed it up, thanks to Doug Beard and his innovative uh, forming of multiple days playing. Tuesday and Thursday you can play. And so uh, Ricky Delcom, J.C. Landry, Jimmy Daniels, and Barham Price tied the team of Ty Burdett, Phil Molodos, Don Sarkis, and Robert Romero. They were, both teams were plus five 
Uh, the first team won 136. That's redeemable at golfballs.com. Second place team won $100. Finishing one shot out, the lead was uh, third place of Boyd Booty, David Williamson, John Reed, and Mark Roby Show. 57.50, they won. The low individual players, Bob Deloney, Randy O'Brien, Roy Poche, and Brett Price. There we have plus four or five, all of them. Doug Beard shot an outstanding 63, showing his uh, muscle from the days when he was a member and grew up at Tri-Parish. So uh, 63 is eight under par. Nice playing, Doug. The next Pro-Am is going to be at Kane Row, and that's going to be the first Tuesday and Thursday of uh, June. Well, they don't list his uh, his name on their website, so they, I don't know. I'm going to have to call and say, who's the pro? Who's the pro? All right, down at Sugar Oaks, uh, <clears throat> their special is 9 or 18 holes on Monday and Tuesday, $22. And the all-day special is on Wednesday for $31. Play as many holes as you choose to play. Results of tournaments recently at uh, Sugar Oaks, the Huey Possum Tournament was won by Lafayette Electrical, Doug Street, Seth Thibodeau and Bobby Abshire. Uh, President Larry Richard's tournament was won by the team of Aflac. They actually tied Segura Farms and went on a scorecard playoff. And then the 4-H tournament was won uh, by Cajun Sugar, Ricky Artigo, Craig Collier, Kenny Stansberry, and Corey Powell. They were 17 under poor. And the divorce scramble, Ronnie H.A. was the director and runner uh, the divorce scramble. Nine holes was played on May 15th. That was a Sunday. And the team of Pat Ansley won. And uh, the ladies uh, got interested in it. You know, uh, Marlene, uh, the, the lady uh, uh, that works out at uh, mm-hmm. at uh, Sugar Oak, she, she asked me for a lesson the other day because she played in it and said, man, I like this. I want to get into golf. <laughs> of course, they can only putt, but... Uh, yeah, I'd love to give her a lesson. All right, and then the uh, individual tournaments uh, from the Sugar Oaks MGA members. Wednesday's May 18th Twilight Scramble was a tie. Scorecard playoff went to Chris Segura, Roger Pisani, Olin Granger, and Nicky Melanson with minus seven. They tied Tam Rosemont, Keith Domain, Insuk Dupuy Yang, and Thomas Oakwin. Then on Friday, they had that Shambo. That's the May 20th Shambo. Front nine and 18 was won by Greg Dubois, Olin Granger, Chris Segura, and Elliot Mason. Went in the backside was uh, Ron Finley, Kyle Mesh, Lance Westpaul, and Matt Mason. And then the skins, the all-important skins where you win Cashola. Greg Dubois had nine. Lance Westpaul had seven. And Dylan Mesh and Mark Army had one each. And then the Gator Golf Club play, played their last event at Santa Maria. Of course, they stem out of Sugar Oaks. 90% of their players are members at Sugar Oaks. Uh, thanks, Bard Booty, for getting me this information. First flight was won by Heath Boudreaux with seven. Second flight went to Brian Broussard and Raymond Bonet. They were tied at plus five. And their next scheduled event was supposed to be this past Saturday, May 21st, at the Nationals, but since Boyd didn't come in today, I suspect it got rained out or something else happened. Then down at Cane Row, that twilight rates on Tuesdays and Thursdays, $30 uh, after 2 p.m. Their senior rates, if you're 60 or plus, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, 
and they have a Wednesday rate, $30 after noon, after 12 noon. And if you're a member, which is all important, you get big discounts, 20% off soft goods, 10% off hard goods, 142 per month. You can book your tea time one week in advance, and you can, they charge your handicap for you with the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. They also waive your MGA dues. They're newly uh, uh, resurrected MGA with President Raymond Bernard. And, um, of course, they have a lot of UL-logoed merchandise in their pro shop, so uh, take advantage of that if you're a UL fan and a member as well. You get a discount. And so Kane Rose, looking for a marshal, pro Ryan Desimo asked me to put out the word Somebody to patrol the golf course on Saturdays and Sundays from around 9 o'clock in the morning to mid-afternoon, 3 o'clock or so. And it helps speed up play and take care of other problems that may exist. Of course, it's minimal pay. Someone that's retired would benefit from that because you get free playing uh, privileges along with lunch as well. And then the Cane Rose next MGA event is going to be this Saturday, a three-man scramble, May 28th. And uh, let's see, uh, the group of uh, Ryan Desmond and a couple of other guys, along with Kevin Arsenault, who's considered one of the assistants there, went to uh, Biloxi and played in a tournament, uh, the 1953, as we discussed at length last week, because uh, the Sunkiss Golf Course was opened up in 1953. The only team hitting the board was a team of Ryan, Rhett Viator, and Drake Hoffpower. They finished second in the first flight. Then coming up at Cane Row is the Live Like Liam McDuff Golf Tournament. Morning tournament is a three-man scramble, and the afternoon tournament, four-man scramble. So the three-man scramble is going to be a little more serious golf. A four-man scramble in the afternoon is going to be much more relaxed as you get all kind of other things like a throw and whatever. And uh, during the whole day, there's going to be a raffle, silent auction, uh, Andy Smith's going to be playing at periodic times, a barbecue cook-off, a wine pool, fun jump for the kids as well. It's a great day. Come out and celebrate Liam McDuff. Holding ones, Mike, Mike Caffrey and Daryl Coletti at Cane Row. And then the uh, moving down to Lafayette, the oldest, one of the oldest, the 52nd annual golf tournament. This is the Tucson Golf Association Tournament. The James Bubbler Straps Memorial Golf Event is going to be played Saturday and Sunday, May 28th and 29th, coming Saturday. And then the results of the uh, Lafayette Senior Golf Association. The second Tuesday of the month out-of-town tournament was played at Eagle Ridge right there in Cade. Connie Bagno and Fred Altman won that. And the fourth tournament, fourth Tuesday of the month, is played at the home course, Municipal, and it was won by Terry Clement and Dennis Castile. And then Doug B.R. teamed up with old-time golfer from our area, Brian Saunier. They went to Links on the Bayou boxcar. I'm looking at the results right now. Yep. Jonathan and Dax Rayo were the winners. There's no way they get invited back next year. (laughs) 1,300 par. They won by 10 shots in the the first flight. Over Doug and Brian, right? Yeah. (laughs) I know. Well, who – now, I know Jonathan, but – Dax's son, and he's about Drew's age because Drew competes against him. Really? Yeah. He's a, little bit, he's a little bitty guy. He's a lot smaller than Drew, but the guy can hit it. And, uh, but, and I mean, evidently, because Jonathan doesn't play that much anymore. Well, no. I, I mean, for them, they, they shot the same winning score as the championship flight, 
But I mean, for you know, I, when I saw those, you know, those names, well, I saw the, the entries because I kind of thought about playing in this, you know, because I was going to be up there. But I mean, it wouldn't have worked out. But it, but anyway, it was three seventy five a team wow. uh, to enter. You know, and I saw cash payout. I think that's uh, not that bad when you think about it. You get two rounds of golf. Yeah, and you, plus you had a practice round too. But um, I'm sure it includes the cart, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but um, but man, when I saw, it, I said, "Well, Brian and Doug in the first flight, man, it's gonna be man." And I, I was like, I was shocked, you know, that they. I mean, not not that the other team won, but but won by that that you know ten, 10 shots. shots, man. Yeah. That's you know, sixty five, sixty six, man. That's whew. that's playing it. That is golfing your ball. In fact, like the, I'm not sure how good a player he is, but I saw the fifth place uh, team. I, I recognize that name, Scott Poignot. Oh, he, Scott's a heck of a player. Uh, well, he finished fifth. <laughs> you know, Who was his They, they shot uh, Gerald Watson. I don't know him. They um, they shot even par. Um, so Scott uh, must be working and not playing because he can he can play. He used to be the superintendent at Latreon. Huh? Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Back to uh, the local news. Here is Gulf State's PGA Junior Championships going to be played at Beauchene June eighth and 9th. And uh, Louisiana State Amateur coming up by the LGA. Uh, 103rd Louisiana Amateur at TPC Louisiana in Avondale. And my grandson Drew uh, today qualified for it at the Wetlands. He shot a 77 and uh, is now eligible to play in that event. But that's the good news. The bad news is it conflicts with uh, American Junior Golf Association tournament. He's uh, entered in at Beaver Creek in Zachary, and this is a national golf association that sponsors it so you know if he plays in it and makes the cut right he gets points towards uh rankings for the national oh, junior okay. golf and and that's that's pr- that's pretty big pretty you know for, yeah because yeah, i mean that, those things accumulate yeah you, ultimately as you move up want to get a scholarship yeah whatever, if he wants yeah. a scholarship and wants to get ranked so uh yeah I told him, I said, Drew, I, I hope you don't make the stadium. I hope you make the cut at Beaver Creek and uh, advance in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, realistically, I think that's a better, better choice for him. Exactly. To, you know. Yeah. And then the LSU women, they're playing in the NCAA championship at uh, Gray Hawk in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, but uh, they were in eighth place going into the final round, which was today. And tied for second was Ingrid Lindblad, that number one player at minus one. Uh, they had two playoffs this weekend. Uh, of course, we're going to talk about the playoff in, in the uh, <coughs> in the PGA Tour Championship. Uh, but in the women, they had a five-team, or rather a five-player team playoff. So South Carolina played against Wake Forest, and South Carolina advanced to the last round today. And they take the top eight uh Teams and they advance into match play, and then individually they had a, a playoff as well. Five players tied after that, so a bunch of playoffs this past weekend. LSU plays next week on the same golf course in the same tournament. Of course, it's the men's, right? Not the girls. And uh, Jay Mendel, who plays for uh, Ascension Episcopal, changed his mind. He's not going to play for the uh, Auburn Tigers. He's going to switch and play for the LSU Tigers. Well, so a uh, local bar from go. Lafayette. And then finally, uh, we've been praying our thoughts and prayers for Curly Romero and Charlie Dugar, two longtime pros in our community who are struggling with their health as they advance in age. Anything else, Boxcar? 
No, the only – I mean, I was going to – I didn't think you had that links on the Bayou stuff there. How, uh, Doug, Doug got to tell you what. <laughs> yeah, Doug called yeah. me this morning <laughs> to tell me all about uh, it. I figured, yeah. So you, they, they, they you went hole by hole, by the way, and I didn't think I could do oh, that uh, on air. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> they, play, they played with uh, Dax and Jonathan? or are they? Uh, no, he didn't say that. So I'm not sure if if they did or didn't. If he said it, I was not, I not, was lost in. The, now Jonathan, it refresh my memory because I I know he was, but he used to play mostly at Spanish the old Trail. Spanish Trail. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. oh okay. yeah, yeah. He was, All right, he was one of uh, you know Doug's competitors. You know, he, yeah. In fact, he, him and Doug, him and Brian Sonier played together a lot. I think in some oh, of God, those shrimp yeah. tournaments. Oh, you know, yeah. And, okay. And Doug Oob and, and that group that back then, man, they played. They had some good players come out of there. That, yeah. You know, playing that shrimp tournament and, and yeah. a lot of other tournaments, you know, together in but team tournaments. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, because, I, what was it, Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday, I think it was pretty windy. I mean, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a beautiful day. We went to the, like I said, to the zoo that morning in Alexandria. Then I came back and played La Triomphe that afternoon. Uh, but No, you played Friday. Oh, it's Friday. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Saturday. What was the weather like Saturday? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I didn't play or anything. Oh yeah, I went to. Uh, no, Sunday. It, it wasn't rained. that. Yeah, it was Saturday. wasn't that bad. No. It, it was. It was pretty mild. Yeah, and Sunday. And Friday, I guess, that front came through and it was windy. It was real windy Friday. Yeah. Friday yeah. afternoon, but I guess they got uh, got it in before the rain, huh? Obviously. Yeah. Um, must have. They have a lot of tournaments out there, man. I tell you, they got a ton. Um, whereas. Um, yeah, they really sport golf and junior golf as well because there's always a lot of tournaments that Drew's been going to, you know, yeah. sponsored by, you know, either Links on the Bayou or um, the other one, Oak. Uh, Oak Wing. Oak Wing, yeah. yeah. But, but, but Lynx seems to have more tournaments than Oak Wing for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, but. Um, well, but like I told you last week, my buddy Robbie G. Yeah, he, yeah. He, uh, just checked in with me, wanted well, to know how I was doing. And I know. told him, I look, I need to come play one day with my friend Ralph. Absolutely, we gotta. We gotta do that. We gotta make that happen. I told Jim. I saw Jim. You know, when I was giving that guy a lesson. Yeah. I said, man, you need. To, you know, they were bickering back and forth about how Jim wasn't gonna give up working. You know, because Casey won't let him. But, <laughs> uh, but I said, Jim, at least take off Friday. Box going on off on Friday. We can go play somewhere. You know, yep. make a road trip on Friday. So yeah, need you need to hound him about it so he'll do it. And then we, if we go near a casino golf course, he's probably going <laughs> to have really a, in, huh? he'll have, well, he'll have a comp room. You know, that's what we need. We need a, like, if we go to Alexandria, we can, you know, I've got us a place to stay there, obviously, but uh, at the zoo. But, uh, <laughs> but I fit uh, right in there. But if we go somewhere, somewhere else, you know, I mean, um, man, I was checking just, I mean, it's kind of off topic, right? But I was, I was just think, thinking about, said, you know, Mark, I heard they had made a lot of really good improvements in Marksville. I, I, I heard I that just, as well. So I said, well, let me just check. Because at one time it was so cheap. They had, they had a special there with a room and golf. And it was, it, was, it was way, it was like 80 bucks for the room and the golf. And now just the rooms on a weekday are 200 and something dollars. Oh, my. Yeah. That's not, that's not with the golf, you know. And they were booked uh, for like two months in advance. So I'm like, man. I guess the gambling world is good. I, I don't know. 
Yeah. But, um, <laughs> if you gamble, the, the casino is going to win. But I did, you know, but I did hear, like I said, uh, and now we do have that invite to go play um, Kinder uh, to Cachati to Pines. Yeah, so, we well, you, just, I mean, you can go play just, wherever you want to play. but We just have a long time vacation, you know. But, but yeah, we, let's just quit doing this. <laughs> doing and what we're doing, yeah. Do like the whole people in Hawaii do. Camp out on the beach, you know. We just find us a little forest to camp in. That's all we need. Get us a tent, you know. Ice chest. <laughs> we, we're such both, both outdoorsmen, you know. We can, we can wing it, right? We can. Yeah, yeah right. We'll catch off. You know, I'll teach you how to catch a fish. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> teach yeah. a man to fish, and you know, it's right. good for a lifetime. Yeah. I can't wait to clean a fish. What are you talking about? <laughs> or you can. Catch you, one. Can, you can clean it off your plate. <laughs> oh, yeah. If it's a fillet for me. All right. All right. We'll be back in a little more serious mode when we come back talking about the PGA Championship. Stay tuned. Look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. It's a little light of mine. Look around, Louisiana. What do you see? Litter. It's harmful. Ugly. Illegal. And it's everywhere. It's stealing our pride, our beauty, our shine, and your tax dollars. Governor Edwards and Lieutenant Governor Nungesser ask you to join them in keeping litter out of our state once and for all. Louisiana, it's time to put the paradise back in our sportsman's paradise. Visit LetLouisianaShine.org to keep Louisiana beautiful. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Woo! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. And 
And welcome back to Chip Shots with Boxcar and Teddy here on a beautiful Monday afternoon. Boxcar, before we get started talking about uh, the PGA Championship, I want (laughs) to give a a laugh out (laughs) to my hero, the guy I idolize almost more than anybody else in golf, and that's Tom Watson. He's 72 years old, my age, so I shouldn't be idolizing somebody that old. But uh, he's getting married for the third time to CBS Sports executive Leslie Ann Wade. They got engaged May 7th uh, at Notre Dame while she was at attending a reunion with her college classmates. So go for it, Tom. She looks 72 a little, years little old. bit younger than Just him. Just a tad. But I'm going to tell you what, Viagra does wonders, <laughs> boy. i tell you what. Uh, you know, some people just... They just have to be married. I mean, I'm, you know, uh, I just, there's a lot of people that, you know, have multiple, multiple, you know, and and he's. 75%, well, more than that, if we include you, uh, 85% of Kane Radio staff is uh, happily not married. (laughs) Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just kind of, kind of. One of those things, you know. I mean, at seventy-five or seventy-two, 72. you would think that he would be happy to, um, yeah. you know. He's exactly eleven to, months older than me. That's how much I know about him. You well, should have married me. You know, you know more. <laughs> yeah, you know more, way more than him than you should know. <laughs> believe me. All right, to the hundred and fourth PGA Championship uh, was contested this week at Southern Hills in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, Justin Thomas, the victor. His second PGA victory, he won in 2017, so he now has two majors. And uh, he trailed by seven and ended up, uh, ending up on top. Uh, he, um, and, and then, by the way, that's the biggest comeback, or it ties the biggest comeback in PGA history. Seven shots back, he tied John Mahaffey, 1978 winner of the PGA Championship. So what's your assessment, Boxcar? Well, I mean, I... Um I, I did watch the last um, probably hour and a half of it. I watched it spot, you know, spotty mm-hmm. the rest of the weekend. But um, you know, <laughs> uh, my buddy and I were, uh, were talking before the tournament started, and he said, "Man, it's a shame that all the big names kind of kind of faltered Saturday." You know, so we're you, you know, and, and not, not that Zalatoris wasn't a big name, but you. You kind of thinking he was one of the favorites. Yeah, he was. Yeah, oh, which shocked me because I mean, yeah, but but I mean, this guy. I mean, I, I absolutely never heard the name Mito no. um, Pereira or whatever no. you know it is how you pronounce it. But um, but you know, I I kept when I was watching it, I, I, I you know they kept saying how JT had gotten the really bad part of the draws. Both, uh, I think it was Friday and Saturday, or Thursday and Friday. One, one, one of the he two. He shot 67, know. 67, and 74, so it must yeah. have been Saturday. Yeah, but but that's what they said. His, his, his 67, the second day, was the best by far because it was the conditions were horrible. And when he played, and then, yeah, the 74, it, it was, again, it was bad again. So it was Friday, Saturday, he got the bad. And that's golf, you know I mean? And I was thinking about that, Ted, you know, I mean, there's no other sport like it because, you know, football, they, they, when they tee off, they kick off, you know, the conditions are the same for both teams for the whole game. Uh, any other right. sport, there's no, no other sport I can think of where you, you could have, and we, we've seen it numerous times in, in the Open Championship, especially, especially open, yep. you know, where it's raining on one side of the golf course, it's sunny on the other side, the morning is horrible, the afternoon's 
good and vice versa, you know, and um, so it's it's just kind of crazy. But no, my assessment is that that JT is a classic. I mean, he's a he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he he is a he is a grinder, and he he doesn't give up. Um, uh, he you know he admitted he looked at the at the leaderboard before he teed off, kind of assessed who was up there, and he, he said, you know what, the, the one thing they all have in common is none of them have won a major before, and, I, right. and he knew how hard it was for him to win that first major. So he, in his mind, even though the odds before he teed off, they had, it was a 1.2% chance that he could win from that far back, 1.2%. Yeah. Um, but in his mind, I'm sure he thought it was like more like 50-50, you know. And if I go out and, and play pretty well, put some pressure. And normally you have to, you know, you have to go out and post that score and, and wait. So a lot of times they're waiting for a couple of hours. But in this case, he was only a few groups ahead. I mean, there were, you know, I think he was in the fourth to last group, the third to last group. Yeah, he had to wait quite um, a while. But it wasn't that long. You know, it was just long enough for him to sign his scorecard go out to the range, you know, warm up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and kind of just wait and see what happened, you know, and and um un- I think I think it's ironic he won, you know, he's he's probably Tiger Woods is one of Tiger Woods oh, anyway, closest, closest friend. friend. Absolutely. And Tiger of course won at Southern Hills on 2007, so that's what 15 yep. years ago and so both of them went in there. But he, he tr- contributes his victory to Bones McKay, the former caddy for Phil Mickelson. He said Bones kind of gave him a little pep talk, and, and, and uh, it worked. You know, he said to him, just, you know, stay positive. Good things going to happen. You're too good a player. All the experience and whatever else he said to him spurred him on, you know. And uh, well, I, yeah. I, 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 I like that because I, I, right before the PGA, um, they had a special on caddies and relationships. Mm-hmm. And I watched the whole thing on the, on the Golf Channel. And uh, it, it was amazing because, you know, Bones has – five victories majors with phil and now one with with justin thomas and uh he came out of you know being a commentator right in the commentator yeah yeah he had gone to the to the booth and yeah. and uh and, and certainly came back to the to, to, to caddy and yeah and you know i i just don't think it's any coincidence with the with the really world-class caddies that you see them um they, they might bounce you know from from player to player here you know here and there but when they get on that new player's bag, that player generally becomes better as well. You know, they, it's just something that they – and you wouldn't think that they would be that important. As, uh, I wish you know? you'd have seen this program. It, it would show you all the relationships. I mean, all the way back to, to the, the Pappy. Pa- Pappy was a first caddy at Augusta National and how he was so instrumental. He, he, I wish you could see this. It's, well, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Ted Scott – it, oh, it, they didn't even mention big, him. Yeah. I mean, he's a big-time caddy, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, no. Scotty Scheffler would not be where he's at, I don't think, without no. Ted Scott this no. year, you know? And, and uh, it's just – I think it's just that calming influence, you know? I think I think there's some caddies that get as nervous as their players, you know, and they don't want to really – And they do things like what Bones did, you know, calm the player down because they can read the player, they know the player, especially if they've been with them for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, they just have that – they need to have that chemistry Com- between them, you know. Chemistry and, and the com- and, and you know the ability to instill that confidence in the players, right? You know, and and uh, with them. you know, but uh, but no, I mean it. You know, you always like a good story, and, mm-hmm. and sure, if the guy you know from Chile had you know 
had one. I mean, he. Yeah, let's you know, talk about him a little but, bit. But man, you know, again, it, it, and it, it's not nearly the collapse. Don't get me wrong, but it just brought back memories of Jean Vandeville. Oh God, you know, yeah. uh, John Vandeville. What? Um, you know, because you know, you got to look at the leaderboard. You got to say, okay. Well, I'm nervous, you know. <laughs> he was nervous. And, and admit, you, yeah, admit you're nervous. Yeah. You know, and say, okay, bogey gets me into the playoff, you know, but double bogey on the last hole. So you got you to gotta play uh, just a conservative hole, you know, and, and I'm not saying that you play you, for you, bogey, but, yeah. you, but you don't do what he did for sure. And, no. and uh, it was a disaster. I, I immediately thought of uh, a couple of others, too, that collapses. Uh, Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson of course, yeah, Wingfoot. And yeah. way back, Arnold Palmer did the same thing on the 18th hole at the Masters to let Gary play a win. He double bogeyed it. You know, and I mean, that's a whole. That's you, easy. You can't make I mean, a penalty stroke on, you know. No, no. <laughs> he just went from bunker to bunker. And they have a whole list of them, you know. I mean, uh, Tom but Watson's. And, but, you know, I don't want to get into too much. Yeah, no, I mean. Because I, I really feel bad for the guy because this could have been monumental for, for Chile. We, he would have been the first Chilean. Chilean, however you pronounce Chilean, it, yeah. to, to win the, you know, it's two, yeah. two other South African players have won majors, <laughs> Angel Cabrera being one who's in, still in jail, I think, he won two, two majors, and then Roberto Di Vincenzo won the PGA way back, uh, let's see, I have it here somewhere, the, the year he won. Uh, 1967. And he should have won another one, but he, was a, won he, was, he, he was won stupid. it, but he got cheated. He was out a stupid. <laughs> I'm a stupid. Yeah. Um, but but uh, it was you know I, I and I couldn't believe this because you know I I, I normally I, week to week I don't watch golf as much as I should loving the game because I just get you know it's it's not the the most exciting spectator sport no, right no. on on TV but the majors definitely watch it but I didn't realize how long it had been since we had a playoff in a major we're going back to the 2017 Masters with Sergio Garcia and Justin Rose you know and that was 19 uh straight majors the longest streak in uh, major championship history without a playoff but and then um, the PGA is unique, you know, because yep. it's a three-hole playoff. Three-hole aggregate, yeah. The U.S. Open used to be 18 holes, uh, you know. Yeah, and now the Open Championship is also a three-hole I think so. Three, are, yeah, exactly. Because uh, I remember that they went to that uh, a number of years number ago. A number of years ago, yeah. yeah they, John they were, Daly was one that won at St. Andrews yeah. in the playoff. And, I, you know, I mean – I think there's – I kind of have mixed – I definitely don't like just – especially in a major, you don't want to go to death, sudden death. No. no. I mean, you know, n- number one, let's just say Pereira had, had had bogeyed the last hole. He would have been a disaster, to, in my opinion, on, in the playoff as well probably because he's, he's, he shook up, shook you up, know. Yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't have time to compose himself. He goes there. So, But, but in a three-hole playoff, you do have – you know, you can have one – and, and man, look, your credit to Torres. I mean, you know, it's birdie, birdie. I mean, he, he was right there, you know, with Justin Thomas until um, the well, you know, JT uh, kind of the second hole, I guess, put him not put him away, but I mean, you know, they, they put, you know, they were, he was two under, uh, and, was one under, yeah, and yeah, two, yeah. Well, he was two. He birdied the first two holes. JT did. Yeah, JT did, but yeah, Torres birdied, birdied the first the, hole, yeah, and then part was the right second. there with him. Be, you know? That's what I'm saying. You know, he, it, he didn't lose it as much as right, JT, JT wanted. Wanted, yeah. you know, and 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 that's what you kind of want to see. But 
But and on the other hand, you know, eighteen holes, man, it's it's hard to to come back. I, I don't know. I I have mixed emotions about that as well. You know, what I, I guess it still has its place, um, but I don't know. I mean, eighteen holes is you know, I, I I think well, it's a little severe. You know, I mean, like look at Tiger in two thousand eight when he beat Rocco. You know, I mean, they went. 91 holes you know yeah. 18 extra 18 then an extra so extra, that's yeah. both sides you know i mean like doug sanders an, another guy that choked on the in the british open at st andrews and he missed a little 18 inch putt yeah. and then lost to jack nicholas the next day he had no shot at beating jack nicholas the next day you know right and uh no, that, I, 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 I like this you know format and yeah. then you know if, if they tied after three holes and they go you know go then on sudden, and and yeah. uh yeah. But um, but no, I mean it. It's uh, it, it definitely cements. I think Justin Thomas as a one of the top. I don't know. What, what would you say right now? Top five, top ten. He was eighth or something. You know, Dustin. Um, you said uh, Justin Thomas yeah, because he, he's he's got to move up, man. So so I mean now he has what two two majors mm-hmm. and, and he's uh, now has fifteen victories on tour and and that's the tied with uh, Dustin Johnson <laughs> for the most of any player since the 2015-2016 season. So, yeah, in the world rankings, he moves to number five. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, he, you know, he, he, he won the Players' Championship last year and, and, and has a, a win in each of the last eight years on tour, uh, 15 victories, uh, two majors. You know, I, 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 man, he's got to be in conversation – you know, as, uh, right now is one of the me- best American players in, in the world. You know, I mean. Well, yeah, he's I, right I, up there with them. I'll tell you one thing. He, to he's, me, in my opinion, he's the best iron player on tour. He's a household name to me. I mean, you know, he, he seems like he's been around as long as Jordan Spieth and, and what he has, you know. But, I mean, it's like those guys have been around a long time. Will Zalatoris, even though he's 27 years old, doesn't seem that he seems like he's just new on the scene, yeah, you know. And, know. and, by the way, Zalatoris. Uh, he if he'd have won, well, he's the f- in the last eight majors. That, I don't, I don't, I don't even believe this stat. But he's first in eight majors. He's in, on the top. In other words, he's finished in the top ten in the last eight first eight majors he's played in of right. anybody. Ernie Els has five, and he has five. Wow, that, 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 that doesn't make sense to me. And I got it. You no, know, I, I printed I, it out here. I, I got I, it printed out. I just yeah, it just no, that, I, doesn't make sense to me. When you think like Jack Nicholas in the first eight majors he played in, he's he finished in the top ten three times. Tiger Woods only finished one yeah. out of the first eight, eight majors, along yeah. with Phil. You know, DJ Norman Faldo only finished twice in the top ten in their first eight majors. Mm. So Will Zalatoris is not a house. You know, he's he's been around. And and I yeah. don't, I don't know. It's I th- just, and I do think he came through the wet, the Corn Ferry, uh, uh, you know, tour. Um, and like you said, I mean, he was born in '96, so he's gonna, he, he's, I think, said twenty-seven. Yeah. yeah, I think he's twenty-six. But, but nevertheless, I mean, that's that's very impressive. As you and I were talking about this morning, my only concern is, you know, you and it happened with Phil so often until he won that that first major. You know how, but apparently it doesn't bother him too much to be to be a you know in the in the in the top and not win. You know, I I just kind of wonder, you know, what point do you, what's it going to take, brother, 
to get that first major. You know, uh, yeah. uh, you know. The longer it goes, the harder it becomes. But uh, but I know? will say that what's impressive to me is that it's not just in. Now he's had an excellent Masters record, but you know sometimes we we talk about that. Well, yeah, this guy at the Masters, he he's, he's going to be in the top ten every year or top twenty every year, whatever. But it seems like he's just pretty consistent. But but it, you know who also was doing that too was Brooks Brooks Kepka, you know, for for a while. I mean, he was he was winning, you know, only majors and and yeah. contending in others, you know. So I don't know, you know, when he breaks through, will it just be Brooks has got one in his first eight majors? He's got one top ten. He's won more than he's, no, not he's, win. Finishing the top ten in your first eight majors. I can't believe this, I, and I'm gonna li- and let you see it when we're done. But he has one top ten in his first eight majors. Zalatoris has five, and he's tied with Ernie Els. Second place, second with four is Morikawa and Xander Shoffley. Uh, something's wrong with that. I'm telling you, something's wrong with that. You yeah. need to look up that article, and, and, uh, and, and, and we'll look at it later. But it doesn't make sense to me. Tiger only has one in his first eight. No, he, he won the first one he played in, right? Uh, well, maybe not the first because he played as an amateur, you know, but whatever. I mean, it, it, the, the stat doesn't seem right. His uh, first eight majors, all these players, Jack Nicholas has four. Yeah, that, Come on, that's that not doesn't, right. That no. doesn't seem right. But anyway, I mean, yeah, you it know was what? A, yeah, change the subject a little bit. You know what impressed me is the camaraderie amongst all these players, Joachim Neekum, you know, of course, Neiman's a Chilean, and, but Abraham Anser and Sebastian Munzo, they stuck around in, yeah. in anticipation of congratulating Mito. You know, years ago, you wouldn't see a player stick around to congratulate anybody. You know no. what I'm saying? And, and it's just the, the new breed of players, it, it, it's heartwarming and it's refreshing that they're pulling for each other in a sport that they're competing against each other. And, and that's, that's the love of our sport to me, you know, how, how you can pull for a player you're competing against. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and, and uh, I, I, I think it's, um, you know, a reflection of, of, of what's the, 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 the college golf scene has become, too, the, mm-hmm. you know, with all the international players coming. So, so you know, the, these guys are, are just develop relationships with, you know, like Cameron Young and, and – uh, the Peraria uh, went together to, I think, to Wake Forest, you know, and they were paired together. Yeah. So, so yeah, even though you still, it's kind of like it goes back to the New Orleans, you know, tournaments. You have that that collegiate relationship as well, you know, as 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 the 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 the, the country, you know, allegiance to your you know continent or yeah, country yeah. or whatever, you You're know. Right. And, and uh, I remember that's where it starts. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I remember when Justin Rose, you know, won his first major and all the the you know British players, English, but whatever you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, same thing with with the Spaniards. I mean, it's yeah, it's just it's uh, it's fun to cool to watch. You yes, know? it is. Yeah. Well, Justin Thomas went to the University of Alabama. He's a Crimson Tide, so uh, oh, yeah. I can't pull for him there. But uh, he did made a made a funny comment. He says uh, they asked him, uh, you know, Nick Saban has that twenty four hour rule where he lets his football players celebrate, you know, after yeah, after, yeah. after a win. And uh, Justin Thomas has incorporated that, he says. But he made a smart-ass comment about, well, I wonder what Jim- Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it? Well, oh, he has to win first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I tell you what, that, that, uh, that little um, uh, 
tete-a-tete, you know, has kind of transcended all sports, man. <laughs> yes, it, you it know, it, that, uh, that rivalry runs deep in those, uh, those uh, allegiances. But, yeah, yeah it, it was um, – anyway. Well, but, sad, sad to see Tiger yeah, didn't man. finish, you know. I mean, what, what a gutty performance, you know. To make the cut in two majors is only two tournaments he's played in since his big accident. Uh, I mean, everybody's got to feel – pulling hard for Tiger Woods to, to, uh, to make that comeback. And that, to me, that's the comeback. You know, just to make the cut was, was astounding. Then the other note I take away from the tournament is I was shocked that Rory's, you know, f- collapsed because yeah. he usually plays poorly in the first round or that's been his M.O. the last, you know, bunch of majors. He's played poorly and had to come from behind. But this time he was leading with a 65 and then kind of collapsed in the middle two rounds and then, Kind of made a comeback yesterday, but once again fell short. Then Jordan Speed disappointed me as well. Uh, I, yeah, I was expecting him to to contend. You know, he needs that PGA Tour victory to complete his career Grand Slam, and that's been eluding him. That's not, this, yeah, yeah. It, it's not going to happen this year. Obviously, not this year. But with, with, you know, with Tiger Ted, uh, it, it is man. You, you just kind of wonder. You know, would it benefit him to? I know he's chasing for all the time. I, I get that, you know. But the more he 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 tests his body, I think right now um, we, we see kind of what's happening. And and it, it, a year from now, would it will, will it be different? I, I don't know. You know, I mean, that does it. You know, I know we talked about St Andrews would be a, you know perfect major for him to go out and win. And you know, he loves that course and it's flat. And I, I get all that. But man, it, it I just don't think it. He's just not ready. You I know? just I don't mean, know. You know, his leg's not ready to walk. No, you know, seventy-two and, holes in a row, no matter the terrain. I, I don't think. But uh, and you know, one of, there was some someone that that saw him without long pants on, and they said if you saw his <laughs> his leg, you would it's You'd it's throw up. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so shriveled up and so you know it it's um, it's horrible. You know, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's entered in the U.S. Open at the Country Club in Brooklyn, Massachusetts. But, uh, I just think he needs to, to And that's an old-time course. I'm sure it's flat, you know, as well. So, I don't know. I, I, I think it's in, his, it's in his DNA to compete. Man, oh, it's, it, it, there's no doubt yeah. about that. I heard you, we talked about that this, you know, this morning a little bit about his, his drive, you know, and what his father instilled in him. And yeah. I, I, I get You know, I get it. You, and he's saying, look, I'm 46. I I think 50 in every golfer's mind, even though Phil won the, you know, the PGA, mm-hmm. I think you, you think in 50 is my cutoff point. So I need four more majors. You know, I have 16 opportunities to do that. I got to try every one of them. And I, I, I understand that mindset, but whew, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't either. All right. Well, we, uh, we got a couple more minutes, but uh, just a programming note, we got uh, – the CHS Coaches Show, and I believe it's the last one for the year, coming up after Chip Shots here with uh, Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, and along with Coach Skip Watney, the Catholic High football coach and athletic director, and I'm not sure if he'll have anyone with him, but uh, that's something to look forward to in sports-wise. Yeah, and i tell you what, you know, we, we, it's hard to believe, but um, we're already, you know, looking at the, the end of May, and so... <laughs> Uh, before you know it, you know we'll be we'll be talking about jamborees, and and then the oh, fall yeah. will be here with 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 football. So uh, I know this is a, a important time of the year with coaches with the summer workouts, and 
evaluating talent and and um, absolutely you know, seeing what things look like. So looking forward to yeah. Tony to, and I have been talking about selling the pocket guide, you know, which is the scheduling for all the high school uh, teams along with the pro uh, college teams as well and the Saints. So the Saints schedule will be on there. I got to get ready to start selling that. You know, we had a big know, success with it last year. So it's it's like I said, it's it's right. I mean, uh, I, I can't. Uh, believe i mean again that we're halfway through the year already because it seems like i mean think you know time these days just kind of all blends together but um yeah. oh you know what i want to also wish uh teddy uh I, for, I totally forgot about that but today's our friend kevin abear's birthday oh happy birthday um, kevin yeah i'm not sure exactly how old he is but uh our buddy that uh works at, at home furniture now and a good friend of ours uh uh, many of you might remember him from when he was uh, over at Scroll Run, and and so if you happen to uh, be friends with Kevin on on Facebook or you know have his phone number or whatever, you know shoot him a text or give him a call and wish him a happy birthday, and and hopefully it uh, you know we, he he has a few birdies in the future. <laughs> He's still playing. I know he plays on Tuesday. He with plays you on guys. T- every Tuesday. Yeah, he looks forward to that a lot they all do so coach scott widen has entered the building that means it's time for us to shut up and let the let the coaches talk on, we, right we, we can head on out we'll <laughs> go meet justin thomas and see if that 24-hour rule is still in effect <laughs> thanks for tuning in once again stay tuned for the chs coaches show with coach scott widen and tony landry the voice of the panthers help you hope you have a great afternoon Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. (laughs) 